Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Hello, and welcome to this episode all about how to get out of your comfort zone at work. And there are actually four ways to do this. And the reason why you might want to get out of your comfort zone is because, y'all, nothing happens there. Comfortable is boring. And you may have some self-limiting beliefs around getting outside of that comfort zone. But what I really want you to do is focus on what you don't have, such as new challenges and new ways of thinking that really are holding you back. So I really want to make this short and actionable because I believe, like I said, there are four things that you can easily do to break through this rut. And the first one is ask for something new. And this is really simple. You literally go to your boss, your manager, or your boss's boss, and you ask for something new. But what I will caution you with here is don't say anything about being bored. That will not go over well. Instead, how I want you to frame this up is, I'd really like to help you more. I see that you are very busy, and I would love to carve out some time in my week to help you with some of your tasks. Not only are you framing this up in the way that I'm, I'm going to make time to help you, but you're not saying anything necessarily about yourself. You're just saying... I see that you've got a lot on your plate. I would love to help you. And if they push back and say, oh, no, I don't need anything. I want you to be armed and ready for things that you know they need or things that you know they're interested in. So make sure before you go to this meeting that you've done your homework on struggles that are going on within your department. Anything that you see that is being done, but it could be done better. So, hey, I'd love to do a deeper dive analysis into this so that when you go to this meeting, you are better prepared. Oh my goodness. If somebody said that to me, I would say, yes, go do it. I'm excited. And I would think of that person for more opportunities in the future because they proactively came to me and not only said they needed more work, they didn't say that, right? They just said, let me help you. And I think that's really smart. So the next one is address your fears. What are you scared of? Are you scared of public speaking? Are you scared of traveling because it requires you to fly on planes? Are you scared of PowerPoint? Uh, You don't understand how to put things together. Here's what I want you to do. Whatever those things are, I want you to try to tackle them in a small way. So public speaking. Maybe you've got some friends, a group of friends, and you say, hey, I am terrified of public speaking. Could we all get together and I just present something to you, anything to you? 
And it's your friends, right? They don't care what you say. So why not just create a fun atmosphere for yourself to get over some of those fears? Flying on planes is actually incredibly common. I have a lot of fears, but that's not one of them. But I've worked with several people that refuse to fly on planes. They would drive hundreds of thousands of miles before they would get on a plane. And I know that there are lots of things out there to help you conquer these fears, including counting. I have a friend of mine that counted every time a plane was taking off. And what this did for her is it helped her get over the fear uh, because she was focused on something else. And now she travels the country talking with people, which I think is amazing. And she wouldn't have been able to do that if she didn't face those fears. Another one is learning new technology. So I I talked about PowerPoint. PowerPoint is not a new technology, but it's like anything else. It changes, it grows. Uh, Excel is a big one. I would not hire someone unless they had some Excel skills. And I was crazy about this and would have Excel exercises for people just to make sure they weren't just saying they could use Excel because I had gotten into a trap where I'd hired some people that didn't have the skills. But now this is so simple. There are learning programs on LinkedIn. If you go to LinkedIn, there's a whole section where you can learn different tools, different systems. And then you can also go to YouTube and you can Google, how do I do X? How do I learn this? And courses and opportunities can come up. And what's really great is if you are working in a corporate job and you're bored, Clearly, you're not going to tell people that, right? I have a personal uh, problem with the word bored because when I was a child, if I said I was bored, my mother would make my brother and I go out and pick weeds. So to this day, saying that word is like Pavlov's dog of like, do not say you're bored. That is just horrible. But it's actually a good thing because you really shouldn't say it to anyone except for maybe yourself and then question yourself, right? So if you're wanting to learn a new technology, what I would love for you to do is find a course, find something that you're interested in, and if it costs money, take it to your boss and say, I'd like to invest in this. And most companies offer some sort of reimbursement for courses. FYI, some of my courses that I offer online, companies reimburse for. So just don't let that ever stop you from working with me or anyone in this space especially technology, because there are millions of courses out there that you can take. You can take them from the comfort of your own home. You can go to community colleges and your company will reimburse you. But when you talk to your boss about that, what I would love for you to do is tell them how it will directly impact your productivity, how it will up the game that your particular business unit is putting out. You know, how is it going to make your team stronger? And that will really take it over the edge because, again, you're showing up as proactive, not by saying I'm bored and, you know, going to have to pick weeds. The final one that I would love for you to do to get outside your comfort zone is get a new job. If you're not happy where you are, why not dip your toe in the water? And This is where I come into play because I do this for you in a step-by-step way. We work together. We can do this one-on-one where I offer you four 
one-hour sessions together where we walk through soup to nuts, the process of getting over your limiting beliefs and sharing your gifts and talents, creating your value script, and persuading the people on the other end of the table in those interviews, and then negotiating for what you're worth, because all of that matters. So getting a job is really four hours away for you. That's it. Four hours of your time with me, which is really exciting. If you go to the show notes, you can go to my website and book a dream session with me and we can talk through getting a new job. Because in the past 30 days, I have had about seven different clients land new opportunities. And I'm so proud of these people because they put in the work and they face their fears. A lot of people were scared and they were living in their comfort zone. So if you're ready to take it to the next level, go to my website in the show notes, book yourself a dream session, and let's get started. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.